0: It was only a dare. We giggled nervously as the lights dimmed. All of us sat hand in hand, reciting the words from the worn and weathered pages. The silence lasted for only a handful of seconds before the horrible screams began. Come, welcome, my friends. Ah, it is wonderful to be here tonight with all of you. Tell me, how did you enjoy our first wicked short story? If you're wondering where Miss Grey is, she had some... Prior engagements to attend, we'll be venturing into a series of short, scary stories. Our first story will be divided into two parts, but don't you worry your sweet little heads. Rest assured that old Helen won't leave you disappointed tonight. Now, the witching season is nearly upon us, and what better way to celebrate it than sharing all that its creepy world has to offer. But Helen, you may say, it isn't even the end of September, well, balderdash to that. Christmas gets way more attention. What's so great about a chubby old man leaving gifts and eating all of your baked goods? Mm? Kind of creepy, if you ask me. Probably already have Christmas crap up in some of the stores. <sighs> you must Excuse me, my lovelies. I have a bit of a beef with Nicholas. Let us get back to the magical season that is upon us, yes? Fall. What a wonderful time of year. The smell of spices and fallen leaves. Warm cider. Cozy socks and the veil of the spirits thinning before it lifts to the other side. Creatures, spirits, and devils spilling into our world with, shall we say, questionable intentions. Remember, children, your parents' warnings, because they might just save your life. Our author discovers this very thing as they find themselves enthralled by warnings of a coven deep in the woods. Surely it's just an urban legend that's made up to scare the local children. Maybe you'll take just a few steps, and a peek as you go into the West Woods. (sighs) Mom, I know, God. We burst out laughing and I joined in as we playfully shoved at each other. My mom was sort of the best, and could find humor in nearly everything, which always struck me as odd, since my father was the polar opposite. I'm not even sure I've seen a full-teeth smile from him my entire life. If there was a smile to be had, it was usually because Mom put it there. He never got upset at the silly nicknames or teasing. His sort of humor was dry. And when he was joking, it was really hard to tell. His jokes could easily slip past you if you weren't paying attention. I am super excited about tonight's grand opening of the fall festival. This time of year always felt charged to me. It was the first time in a long time that the town started actually doing them again. Mom said it used to happen every year, but the city stopped doing them for a while after the mayor's son passed away. I mean, don't get me wrong, our town had plenty of other events, but nothing this big. The city's website boasted that several blocks of downtown were actually going to be shut down for this event a haunted house that had literally been under construction for like three months. And it was in one of the old office buildings that was mostly unoccupied. We're talking floors and floors of possibilities here. The strip mall next to it that basically only had a small family dollar store was converted into a carnival full of small rides and food stalls. Samuel Farms opened their corn maze and pumpkin patch again, complete with a live band. One of the best bands in town. I can't wait. I walked over to the bar and sat down on one of our stools across from Mom, but... Seriously, Mom, if you need me to come home earlier, I can. I don't want you to worry about me. Mom patted my shoulder and chuckled. You know, most kids beg to stay out later and actually argue with their parents about everything. I put on a hurt expression. I'm sorry, Mom. I can do better. I promise. She shook her head. I'm so disappointed in you. Dad chose to walk in at pretty much that very moment. Told you he would try and talk his way out of this one. I rolled my eyes at their humor as Dad leaned in and planted a kiss on Mom's forehead. He patted my shoulder and turned toward the garage. Sorry, kiddo. I can't really stay this morning. I have to get to the office early for uh, our presentation. Mom smiled. "'Okay, dear. Don't come back too early. I have to kick out all of my lovers from the house.' "'Mom!' I said, laughing. "'All right, dear. I'll give you a text ahead of time.' Mom laughed and ran around the corner. "'Hey, you better not be okay with that,' she said as she wrapped her arms around his waist. He chuckled and pulled her close. I'd kill a man for having any indecent thoughts about you, let alone touch you. I blushed and looked away as they kissed in the hall. After a moment, Dad called. Try to at least get in some minor trouble. Maybe litter or something, you know. Drink the Kool-Aid. That did it. I started laughing and shaking my head. My parents... Telling me to live the cold life. Mom winked at me. Live fast, die young. Even though I knew she joked about it, Mom worried. She told me this morning not to go through the West Woods for at least the hundredth time that bordered our cul de sac. It was the one thing she never joked about. Even Dad had been more grave than his usual self. Some awful things have happened in those woods, son. Keep away from it, all right? I had always nodded when I was a child, but the temptation had been strong, especially when I was a kid. A few years back, I'd asked mom about it, but still to this day, she would stiffen her lips and they would draw into a thin line. I love you, hon, but please listen to us about this. I know it sounds silly, but please promise me that you'll never go in there. After I promised that I wouldn't, she would slip back into her normal self and smile. I know, it's like putting a big red button in a room and telling you not to press it. I get it. But this is very important. I tried asking again this morning what had happened, but she again just said, I'll tell you later. Just keep your innocence for a while, kiddo. I looked at her exasperated and shook my head. You know, the internet and gossip are a thing, right? I'm in high school. I've heard stories, Mom, but, like, no one will talk about it. she looked at me with weary eyes. Travis, please. No one has any idea what really happened there. But me and your father, we do. And I promise you, it is so much worse than those kids know. Just please listen to us. I snapped out of it immediately and apologized, realizing that i had hit a sore spot. Sorry, mom. Sure. No problem. I'll stay out of it, okay? So don't worry. She finally relaxed and pulled me in for a hug. I'll admit that this is Pretty much piqued my curiosity for years, but I've kept my promise. Sure, I mean, I've heard rumors around the school about some sort of evil spirits that haunted the woods or people that came up missing that were seen going into the forest and pretty much never found. And the weird thing is, there were never any traces of them. Honestly, none of us knew what was true. Probably just our parents wanting to keep us from everything. You know, dangerous animals or getting lost. I mean, I get it. The woods can definitely be a dangerous place. The stories had all differed a little bit, but the most popular was horrible. Something about high school bullies killing a young boy in the woods and getting away with it. Afterwards, one of the guys that actually took it too far and killed the boy came up missing. No one had heard or seen him since. I remember there was something different about the boy that died, but I can't really remember all the details. I think he might have been part of a cult or something. The day went by pretty quick, so by the time I realized the sun was starting to set, I wasn't even close to being ready. My phone started ringing and I smiled at the name on the phone. Hey, Amy. She grinned at me. Hey, you ready to get wasted and fuck some shit up? (laughs) Oh yeah, so ready. She squinted her eyes at me, looking me up and down. Are you sure? Dude, you look like ass. I pretended to be offended. Rude, but fair. Yeah, just give me a few and I'll head over. Tonight is my treat, by the way. 7.30-ish good? Amy's grin was almost devilish. Hell yeah. Bet. The call ended, and I rushed to jump in the shower and threw on some clothes. No fucking way. We walked across the parking lot to the food stalls and stood back in awe. They weren't joking. Jesus, look at all of this. I didn't even know we had this many food trucks in town. We both stared hungrily at the options. I mean... She skipped over to each one, glancing through all of the menus. We have a traditional ramen shop? My eyebrows went up. Really? No shit? I walked over to Amy and eagerly looked over the dishes. We'd watched anime with stuff like this in it, but I'd never actually tried it myself. Well, I know what I'm getting. She smiled and nodded hell yeah. We sat across from each other and tucked into our soup. Well, it's a sort of soup, I guess. Way more hearty than any I've tried. I got something called tonkatsu and it was freaking delicious. It was topped with this soft boiled egg and tender slices of pork. Perfect on a cooler night. I was practically inhaling it. I laughed as I look over at Amy. She was doing the same thing. I gestured up at my mouth. You, uh, you got a little noodle on your face there. She shrugged and kept eating. Yeah, I know. I was saving it for later. I rolled my eyes and brushed it off of her face. Hey, you owe me more noodles. I shook my head and sat back down. At the rate you're going, lady, we may have to buy another bowl. I'm scared you might eat mine. She eyed my bowl hungrily and cocked an eyebrow at me. I just might, she teased. We were finishing our tea when she asked. Hey, you want to check out the woods later? I shifted in my seat. Like, which woods? She leaned across the table and glanced around comically. You know, the woods. She giggled and leaned back. This was definitely not in the plan. I don't think that's a good idea, Ames. Her smile dropped. Wait, seriously? I shifted my eyes away from her and cleared my throat. throat) Look, I promised my parents I wouldn't go. She groaned. Ugh, that is so stupid. You know, the boogeyman crap is all made up, right? The ones about ghosts? Or evil spirits? I shook my head at her. That's not the main one I've heard. Wasn't there something about a guy killing a classmate or something? Amy's mouth twisted into a wry smile. That's partially true. Guess what I found out the other day? She pulled out her phone. So check this out. I got to take a look at the report filed back in 2001. This is like practically ancient. She walked over to my side of the table and double tapped the screen. I had to quickly take some photos so no one would notice, but I got some pretty decent shots. How the hell did you manage to do that? Do I even want to know? She tilted her head and pursed her lips. Mm, probably not. Unless you want to be an accomplice. I sighed. You flirted with the cop again, didn't you? Her smile gave everything away. Jeez, Ames, be careful around that guy. He gives me the creeps. I'm like a thousand percent sure he's a pedo. She frowned and nodded her head. Yeah, you aren't kidding. He's creepy as fuck. But seriously, this shit was worth it. We skimmed through most of the written reports until we found a typed page. There was nothing on it but a story. It looked like it was part of a book. We laid Amy's phone on the table and started reading. The kids had talked about a coven that lived deep in the woods. They mostly kept it to themselves, but the younger kids and their families would go to school. The kids ruthlessly made fun of the odd children's clothing or the way they spoke. It was kind of old-fashioned and proper. One day it got so bad that a senior from Oakmont pinned one of the coven boys down in the woods on their way home. He put so much force into the young boy's throat that his windpipe collapsed. Most of the other guys that had witnessed it fled from the scene and called for help. The senior that had done it was named Nick, and he was known to have some serious anger issues. The story goes that after he realized what he had done, he didn't bother calling anyone. He didn't bother trying to help his younger classmate, but instead leaned in and whispered something. I don't know what was said, but... The boy stared at him with wide eyes and started crying, struggling to draw in a breath. Satisfied, Nick stood and walked away, leaving the boy to die. Nick's friends stood in shock before common sense snapped them out of it. They rushed to the boy but had no idea what they were doing, or how to help. I mean, who would have known that they would need to cut a hole in the boy's throat or place a hollow needle there to allow him to even breathe? In the end, the ambulance got there too little, too late. The coven removed their children from schools after that, and... No one had heard from them since. Police had made every effort to find out what had happened, but no one dared to snitch on Nick. As painfully cliche as possible, Nick's family owned half of the town, so no one said a word. The other kids that were involved claimed that the boy had run into the woods while they were chasing him. They even admitted to being mean to him at school, but, of course, they had never meant him any real harm. The group of friends were expelled and graduated from night school. Nick, of course, got to graduate with full honors at Oakmont. It seemed like the golden boy had completely gotten away with it until about a year later. Nick started complaining of neck and throat pain. It got so severe that he quit college and moved back in with his parents. He became withdrawn, barely coming out of his house. Those that did catch glimpses of him from time to time would say he had horrible bruises along his neck. Then one day, he disappeared. The entire town searched for him and spoke with his old friends, but no one had seen him. After three weeks, the search finally ended nothing more could be done his parents desperate for answers hired search parties to scour the woods that's when the town learned of the forest's terrible truth at first they thought it was wild animals killing the people but what they found was something so much worse Well now, we'll leave our story here to pick up next time. I hope that you've enjoyed our scary stories for the night. And I look forward to your screams of delight in our next episode of scary stories before bedtime. Good night, my dears. See you real soon.